I miss my sons. I don't want my sons <laughs> to go. Hi, everybody. Welcome past the mania. They said goodbye. Listen, Adam. Listen. Listen. I mean, it's just Dean. You can't have Triple H and the Shield in the same building at the same time because water bottles go extinct. That's true, yes. <laughs> and also, Bo Dallas. If also, Bo Dallas is there. And. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to keep up with the boys. There was a story backstage one time where Roma was talking to Bo, and Bo was like, how much water do you use? He's like, I have like half a bottle. What about you? Bo goes like, four. <laughs> it's God. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Past the Mania Wrestling Time Capsule. I'm your host, Adam, joined as always by Noobs. Hello. And Jesse. Oh, thanks. I said, and Jesse. Like, my voice cracked a little bit. What do you want I know, but it, there was like a long... I don't know. It, was, it just felt like there was a long pause and like more begrudging. It's just like, and Jesse. Jesse. It and it's Christian. Listen, it could be worse. It could be like the first season of Gil Gonzalez, and where it's like I'm Adam, he's noobs, and the rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm oh Jesse, man. By the way. Yes, he is. Or so we've been told. Uh, we are here uh, <laughs> to discuss Payback 2014, uh, the final show in this arc the daniel bryant slash evolution evolution slash the shield slash blue tista arc ah uh, it's a it's a blue yeah blue tista ah this was june first give me what i want what i really really want <laughs> god there, i saw a, a tweet it was like when i'm at when i'm at walgreens after two days when i'm at the walgreens uh, pharmacy after two days with no anxiety medication just give me what i want <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, so we are here um, for the... Uh, it's June 1st, 2014, uh, at the Allstate Arena in Chicago. Uh, number one song in the country that day. Uh, I didn't realize this song was... I, for whatever reason, this song does... It, it's, as is the case with a lot of the stuff, for whatever reason, this song doesn't feel that old. Which is All of Me by John Legend, which is a very good song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's wow. It, it's a yeah, the song slaps, man. It's a good ass song. Um, and then uh, the number one movie, and th again, boy, I didn't realize this movie was that old. Was Maleficent? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're now currently filming the sequel for that, I believe. Huh. Uh, to come out later. That was like a good idea that they didn't execute. I yeah. I'm really into the idea of like let's make a movie about this uh, uh, legendary villain and just see you know what makes them tick. I'm not interested in. But what if Maleficent was good this whole time? Like that for like just make a movie about a villain. Just make wasn't, a villain movie. And wasn't there an implication that she was evil because she got raped or something? Yes. Oh yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay, that was also a thing. Because I remember. I Lindsay Ellis bringing that up, and I was like, oh. Yes, I forgot about that part of the movie. Moves yeah. into in theaters near you, so. Uh, not a whole lot in This time, TV. it's personal. Oh, dear God. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> this time, it's more personal. Uh, more personal. Uh, in TV. 
Wow. Uh, not a whole lot in TV because uh, it's you know, it's the summer. But on June first, the same day as this, the show Halt and Catch Fire debuts on AMC. That show is oh. amazing. That show uh, stars Lee Pace, aka Ronan the Accuser, uh, and it is about like the computing world of the like early mid eighties of like IBM and, 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 and places like that. It is so good. I think it had a four season run. They got to sort of end it on their own terms. Uh, they didn't, you know, it didn't go on too long. It didn't get canceled too short. Everybody got to choose when they wanted it to end. It is so good. I highly recommend it. It's all on Netflix. Uh, that was like the prestige TV show that kind of went under everybody's radar where it was like, this show should have been as big as breaking bad, but it just ne- didn't for whatever reason. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Probably, yeah, this it, is it true. Was, yeah, because it came out. I think it premiered right before the final season of Breaking Bad, or like yeah, during, I remember because that was because the yeah. final season of Breaking Bad was in summer 2014, so it was around the same time. So it just got kind of got overshadowed, but really good. Uh, June 27th, Girl Meets World debuted on the Disney Channel and was a oh, huge God. success. That show wow. did ridiculous ratings for Disney Channel. Uh, like, I didn't like, realize it was that old. Like, right? Again, yeah, that show's done by now. Like, that, I'm pretty sure that show has been canceled. Uh, and then oh, yeah, it has. Th- that yeah. uh, Boy Meets World was the shit back in the day for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. TJF, man. Uh, and then June 29th, The Leftovers debuted on HBO. Like, a really interesting... It's another show that was, like, pretty good that got to end on its own terms and was like very slow and introspective, but you know, it's, it's, it's a very specific type of show. It's not for everybody, but if you want to check it out, it's worth it. Uh, not much of anything in video games other than June 30th, the first D- divinity original sin game came out on a PC. That game is real good. Uh, everybody should play divinity original sin, order it divinity original sin too. If you like, like old school, top down, like Baldur's gate style RPGs, like tactical RPGs. Very good. Uh, but it's time to start the show from the Allstate Arena in front of 13,311 fans. Uh, it is time for some payback. So the opening video package puts over the two big matches. Shield vs. Evolution in a no-holds-barred elimination match. And John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a last-man-standing match. Where's Daniel Bryan, you may ask? We'll get to that later. <coughs> the opening match is Sheamus versus Cesaro. No, no, no. Championship. Yes. You're wrong. Wrong. I'm not. Okay. Uh-huh. Opening yeah. match is how many of these Diet Mountain Dew bottles will get open tonight? Yes. <laughs> Brightly yes. green, like almost scarily, God. like these are painted green. It looks like the ooze from the 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, baby. So yeah, bad. It really <laughs> does look like that, that exact ooze. Like... I'm ready for freaking Jerry Lawler to turn into a giant anthropomorphic dog that would scare me when I was four. Yeah. Woo! Uh, so, yeah. So, Sheamus is the U.S. championship. He won it from Dean Ambrose. Uh, Ambrose was made to defend it in a 20-man battle royal by the authority. Uh, just a good way to get the title off of him. He'd had it for over a year at that point, And it he was... He didn't... Like, it was, it was like... It was one of those things where the shield was really hot. And they didn't want Ambrose to lose the title, but they didn't want Ambrose to have the title because they didn't like weren't interested in title storylines with him. Yeah, uh, they right. very much booked themselves into a corner, but it was the U.S. title. So no one cared. Sheamus is out first, followed by Heyman, who was so good at working the crowd. 
He says he is out to present a Paul Heyman guy, knowing the whole crowd is going to chant CM Punk. Because, CM because Punk, Chicago. Also, CM Punk was the first person who coined the phrase Paul Heyman guy. Yeah. In Chicago. So yep. they did. And he says, oh, no, he's not here tonight. He's at the United Center watching the Blackhawks. Crowd pops. Watching the Blackhawks get their streak broken by the LA Kings. Crowd boos. God, Beautiful. I remember that streak the Blackhawks had. That streak was ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. Was it, a, it wasn't a win streak. It was a point streak, right? Like they yeah. Just, they, 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 got, they didn't get beat in regulation for a long time. No. Uh, it was like the longest ever. Like it, It's one of those records that nowadays you're wondering if it's ever going to get broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid match, just a really high-paced. Uh, uh, this isn't a spot-heavy match. It's just two guys beating the piss out of each other. Sheamus was known for being Irish John Cena at this time, but he is such a great European-style brawler when he wants to be. Just clubbing blows to Cesaro as Cesaro hits him with uppercut after uppercut. This was the match that made me... Like, two years from then, this, when Cesaro and Sheamus got put together in that feud and the Best of Seven series that ended up creating the bar as the tag team, that this is why I was totally fine with that Best of Seven series and where they were going with that, because they have such great chemistry with each other. Yeah. And, and then, you know, just what they've done with the bar, like, I'm, I, I They're five-time champs, which I can is be that ridiculous. guy. Because, man, they got put together and people were so pissed. Like, they're wasting Cesaro. This is bad. This is going to be terrible. And I was just like, I don't know. These two guys are really good together. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be terrible. I think there's some merit to this. I think this might work. This is going to be bad. Oh, this is awesome. What did I say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But for the finish, Cesaro gets Sheamus in the swing to a huge pop. Other than, you know, he is a heel. Also, Um, about that damn swing. Yes. Browns oh need to learn how to yeah. fucking count. Yeah. I was about to say, I know where this is going. I knew they have, they're they're just like, let's count a half rotation as one. Yeah, they're that count- oh, yeah. Sense. They're counting that was every usually second. the problem. Yeah, they yeah. didn't actually count rotations. They just counted seconds. It's just like... Yeah. it's it's. Although, to be fair, like if I, I've tried doing that before, where I've just counted the rotations, and it just gets really disorienting to follow them. So it's like, no, I think counting seconds is fine, because it's really tough it, to actually it, do the rotations. Yeah, that's fair. It's just silly. It's yeah, just I don't like... know. it's very silly. Um, uh, but uh, so he he swings Seamus all around. Uh, he goes to get Seamus into his finisher, the neutralizer, but Seamus gets him into Paul Smackage to steal the win in eleven minutes and thirty eight seconds. Uh, I really fun, like not crazy, nothing that's like gonna make your jaw drop, but just like two really talented workers putting on a really solid match. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, it's about like what you said. Um, the when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's right. They fucking have wrestled forever." Yeah, it made me think of the seven series match and stuff. But it it was really good. Oh, about you, noobs? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't I, think more. Uh, yeah, it was great. I'd love to see these guys go at it again, just like to have like a random one-off match. Yeah, like, just because how much they both can go and how their chemistry works in the ring. I did love during commentary JBL like Cole was starting to mention the different US champions that were around like oh, no, <laughs> different yes, ones that was and JBL's just like <clears throat> fuck yeah <clears throat> and and shut <clears throat> the fuck up JBL <laughs> like, oh, just, that was good that so, was gr- I loved that so it was much really oh, good yeah, JBL too yeah that was like one of the only times don't worry JBL I'm shitting on you later I hope you block me on Twitter um 
it was one of the good moments for JBL this yes. this evening. It was yeah, it was so good. It yeah, just like fucking yeah, just uh, you know Harvey Race and uh, you know, Booker T and Steve Austin and <laughs> God. Uh, yes. Next up, we get a tag team match with two great tag team mashup themes: Cody Rhodes and Goldust versus Rybaxel. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't even realize until this one that they had mixed the Rybaxel one. Like I don't right? think I ever yeah, noticed Yeah, I totally before. forgot that that was a mashup theme. Uh, although the so Cody or, or Curtis Axel's theme is a a remixed play on uh, Mr. Perfect's theme. Yeah, uh, but I'm pretty sure in that version in the mix or in the mashup, they just use Mr. Perfect's theme and put it in there. I don't think it's the Curtis Axel version. I think it's just the Mr. Perfect thing, uh, gotcha. which make which makes sense because that would work a little better. And you know, I think it's cool. Uh, Cody and Goldie uh, start the match working great as a team, like focusing on Curtis, teaming up on Ryback, tacking in and out, just solid tag. This match is just like some really like good tag team wrestling. Uh, yeah, the Ryback and Curtis uh, after a few minutes start working as a team. They cut the ring in half. They work over Goldust. Goldust gets the hot tag. Uh, Cody delivers a drop kick, takes out Ryback, hits a crossbody to Ryback and Curtis Axel. Uh, great like sort of feats of strength as Cody jumps up for a disaster kick, but Ryback catches him out of the air and power bombs him into Goldust, who would run in the ring for a save. Uh, Cody hits Ryback with a really good looking crossroads, but the pin is broken up by Curtis, who Cody then low bridges out of the ring onto the floor. Uh, Cody goes to the disaster kick again. Ryback hits him with his finish, the shell shock, which is a fall away Samoan drop. And Ryback will get the win in 749. After the match, Cody is in the ring dejected and he calls for a mic. He says that Goldust needs a better partner than him. And this is what begins the story that eventually gets us Stardust. Yep. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, like fun match. Um, solid tag team wrestling. Nothing to write home about. Uh, necessary to kind of push the Cody and Goldust story forward. And it's cool to see Rybaxel out there. Rybaxel were a fun, you know, kind of bulk and skull tag team. Uh, they were fun, like kind of you know silly, dumb heel tag teams, which I think you need every now and again. Uh, what do you think, Noobs? I thought it was. It is what it. It was what it was. Uh, the only thing that I like point out because i don't think i've pointed it out since we've had a few goldust matches on here that goldust where he drops the knees and uppercut yeah punch it's one of the most beautiful Years. things that it's, are just dirty it's so crisp everything goldust does is crisp but that move especially yeah oh it's so good uh what about you jesse that was really fun i wish they had done more with Rybaxel. i feel like they Maybe miss an opportunity, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, Ryback's an asshole, and yeah. Curtis Axel got a championship anyway, so it's fine. He did. I'm yeah, like Ryback Axel, I think Ryback Axel was a fine would be like as an idea as a fine. It was just the whole bulk and skull thing was great. Yeah, like it's fun. They were fun backstage, but like they were always gonna be low card tag team, a, a low card tag team. They were never, like, they might get one tag title reign if they had stayed together for a long time, but at a certain point, you end up as the B team, which, mm-hmm. you know, you, like, you get one tag title reign, and then you're off TV for six months. Thanks for coming. Uh, and then you're back on to get buried by the big guys. 
Yeah. What happened to the B team? Have they been? When's the last time we saw them? They got ate by heavy machinery and like a a four man gauntlet thing. Oh, I totally missed that. It was weird. It okay. was Ascension, B team, Ryder and Hawkins, and somebody else. And I thought it was Ryder and um. Uh... And... No, yeah, it was Ryder. It was Ryder and Hawkins. Right. You're right. Yeah. And then they all lost. Oh dear! So they just call them the Edgeheads. Seriously, they went, right? They just went through the the jobbers. Yeah, like, they're building it up pretty big, so we'll fucking see. Yeah. Listen, I like. Uh, I'm gonna have to play. I have to grind out some WWE Supercard. There's an event coming up with a really good Otis card, <laughs> and I want that Otis. <laughs> I want that uh, big fat Otis card. Speaking of Otis, it's time for a hoss fight. We got some boys coming here, buddy. Next up is Lana t- talking up Putin, introducing Rusev. He is facing Big E. Let me do my, excuse me. Let me do my best Michael Cole. <clears throat> Rusev is going to face Big E as his black period rolls on. <laughs> God. Uh, these two guys really start really fast paced because the match isn't going to last that long. Uh, they are battering each other. Rusev takes over early, but Rusev charges Big E, and E counters it with a knee lift. Rusev crawls to the ring apron, and here it is, the spot we've, for some reason, been talking about for, like, six months. Big E spears Rusev through the ropes, murdering the both of them. That's what we've been all here for. Uh, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. I... <laughs> yeah, it that just beautiful spear and just oh destruction everywhere. I, I vividly remember Twitter when that happened. Like it was such a big reaction for such a great spot. But also, I'm glad he doesn't really do that anymore because dear God, so much could have gone wrong in that spot. Right. Good spot oh. and it helps the match, but <laughs> Yeah, don't do it again. Uh, they get back in the ring. Rusev takes out or takes out Big E with a kick. Lana instructs Rusev to crush, and Rusev does, locking Big E into the accolade. And Rusev gets a submission win in three minutes and forty seconds. I think this was like a great. It was exactly what it needed to be. It put Rusev over. It's made him look like a monster, but it still made Big E look great. Like he got squashed in three minutes without getting squashed. He still looked good. The only thing anybody remembers said in this match is that spear through the ropes. I, I think it did what it needed to do for both guys. Like, this was textbook how you get two people over in a squash match like this. Uh, what do you think, Jesse? Absolutely. Um, I remember watching this, and I thought that what whatever awkwardness they had with Biggie and his IC title, that this was going to push him. And that, for some dumb reason, I thought this was for Biggie because I'm an idiot. And I remember he gets kind of like a preacher kind of thing going for SummerSlam. Yep. He does. Weird. And I thought, and I was like at SummerSlam, I was like, he's got to win. And that was a worse squash match than this one. Yeah. Biggie actually got good offense on this one, and it was yeah. about even, but then he got murdered at SummerSlam. And then that's what uh, set up the new day. Because that yes. was right after SummerSlam? Pretty sure, yeah, it was like November or something. Like or that. I think they debuted in November. They left in like August and didn't come back for, for yeah. a few months. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, what about you, Noobs? What do you think? I everything was about that spear. <laughs> That's yes. all that they needed oh, yeah. to do for this match. Oh, there yeah. were a few notes that I made. Every time they chanted USA, I thought they were chanting Rusev Day. <laughs> <laughs> like it's very similar in yeah. the cadence of like oh, oh yeah. shoot all right kind of yeah. cool 
Um, there was a sign that said, what about me? What about Maven? In the crowd. <laughs> that's, Fucking... God, that's a good what, forgotten what 90s sitcom. Good, what a like, good sign. Like, those are the that, best signs. Just such a random sign. I loved like, it. In 10 years, that would be like going to Raw with a bow leave sign. Of yeah. just, no one yes. remembers this. What is that? Yeah. And then there were two tremendous quotes. Okay. From, one from Michael Cole saying he only breaks when Lana tells him to. And I'm just like, wow, that's sex uh, life talk live really? on TV. Congratulations, Cole. Yeah, Lana's just like, yes. And, and then um, uh, JBL, this is a quote. Whole thing. I had, to, I had to repeat it like five times to make sure I'm getting <laughs> this right. Quote, Lana want Lana... Makes me wanna 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 move to Russia. Biggie Rusev <laughs> makes me not want to. Yeah, I uh, yeah I I remember that one, and I had forgotten about it because my brain had to wipe it out so it didn't stroke. God, <laughs> it definitely felt like a stroke to me. I'm just like, all right, that oh, toast yeah. is some peanut butter. Right, let's go. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus, Ziggler elbow your brain too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Boy, but yeah, good, good, good time. Like, one of the better, because, like, there's been a lot of, I've seen people talking about, like, what's the best sub-five-minute match in WWE? And the correct answer to that is Goldberg-Lesnar at WrestleMania 34. I was about to say. That's like, the right one. But That one yeah. or the Survivor Series yes. match of just the yeah. squash of yeah. that. But, like, something like this is, I think, should be in that list. Because it really, like, it, it, everybody comes out looking better, which is very hard to do. Which was the thing about that Goldberg-Lesnar match. Like, both guys look good. But neither guy needed to look good because, you know, they were Goldberg-Lesnar. Uh, but, yeah, this was uh, textbook. Like, really good. You should study this match if you're a wrestling booker. Figure it out. Uh, we cut to the back. See Brian Daniel uh, with Daniel in a neck brace talking about his decision. Uh, uh, next out is the future WWE champion Kofi Kingston versus Bo Dallas. Uh-huh. Bo cuts a heel promo, saying the Blackhawks are going to lose, but the crowd themselves aren't losers as long as they believe. Yeah. Mm, that Blackhawk heat. Fuck the Blackhawks. Yep. Mm. Uh, they go to lock up and Kane comes out? <laughs> I have that note. Why is Kane here? <laughs> he comes to the ring. Kofi attacks him. The bell rings, ending the match in a no contest in 32 seconds. Kane beats up Kofi <sighs> on the outside, sending him in the ring, hits him with a choke slam and a tombstone. Uh, the commentary points out that it was because on Twitter, Kofi had been criticizing the authority and Kane was still the lackey for the authority, but nothing sure, would whatever. come of this. Like the, Kofi and Kane would not have a feud going There's... forward. Kofi would not have a feud with the authority going forward. It really feels like it was just an opportunity to get Bo Dallas in front of a bunch of eyes. Cause this was his pay-per-view debut. Uh, and I mean, I'm and, never going to you know, complain about it. Kofi's I'm, a B plus player, and all yeah, that like jazz. I'm never going to complain about Kofi getting a pay per view payday. Uh, it's just weird. But uh, Bo gets in the ring, tells Kofi that he'll be back on his feet, better than ever if he just believes. <laughs> M- moving on, <laughs> moving on. When we cut to the commentary table talking about it, I just sent you both an image. You did. If this isn't a Last Supper image, if I've it ever really, seen one. It's I I actually <laughs> yes. Yeah. The fact that it says last man standing in the hashtag, there's a photo, <laughs> just to describe it image-wise. It's a photo of Michael Cole looking at JBL. Both King and JBL have their Diet Mountain Dew bottles open. 
And then in the top left-hand corner, it says, hashtag, last man standing. And I feel like that's a euphemism. Like, Cole's the last one. Is alive, and he's still in the WWE. We haven't heard him from JBL or King in a while on Thank TV. God. So... Yeah. God, just... Uh-huh. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's very good. We'll uh we'll put that on our Twitter. Uh yeah, I'm doing that right now. Alright. Um <laughs> Ooh, next, up, next up is R V D versus Bad News Bear for the IC title. The crowd so, Yeah. I want you to I so it's Bad News Barrett, right? It is. I've prefaced this the last two times or the last two shows, how much JBL loves He Bad loves News Bad News Barrett. Barrett. He does. Yep. There's a counter for this match of how many times JBL says the phrase bad news. Oh, oh God. No. News. It, why? Because there was a point where he rattled it off like eight times. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I had to rewind and oh, rewatch this no. shit. So <laughs> y'all, I, y'all, I wonder can... if I can nail it. Like I did last time. <laughs> no shitting with the 27. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, wow. That was, that was bullshit. But yeah, <laughs> There was no collusion, I promise. Robert Mueller is, has cleared my name. <laughs> collusion! Collusion! Witch hunt! Anyway. That's the best part of, like, in the old WWE games where you would have, like, the create a story mode. You just make one where it's, like, rich, like, like freaking Mae Young in the back and she gets run over by a car and you just have Jerry Lawler voice clip go, Collusion! That's the best. <laughs> Okay, so are we are we guessing? You can guess now because let's be real here. This isn't going to yeah. be that big of a build up. Six. Yeah, it's six, Jesse. Yes. I'm gonna say thirty-two. Jesus. All right, it was twelve. Okay. He, he, God damn. And every time it was followed by a. <laughs> <laughs> Just dear God. God, JBL is insufferable. He is. He uh, is. But thankfully, we get a, like, there's a ma- there's a pretty solid match to distract. Uh, they they come out. The crowd is horny for this one as a big dueling chance starts for both competitors. Uh, really solid. I mean, I like both of these guys a lot. So like, I'm I'm already a mark for this match. Like uh, RVD puts Barrett on the barricade and like hits him with the spinning heel kick from the apron of the barricade that he did in the last show. And then a springboard leg drop after RVD gets Barrett in the ring. Uh, RVD takes out Barrett, calls for a rolling thunder. Uh, Barrett gets out of the way, but RVD hits him with a super kick, then hits the rolling thunder, then hits it with, then follows it up with this frog splash that Barrett rolls out of. Really good little, you know, sequence to, to make both guys look good. Barrett gets up, calls for the bull hammer elbow, but RVD dodges it and does his weird leg scissors roll up for it too. And then Barrett hits him with the winds of change for a two. RVD gets out of the ring, and, like, this makes my arm tingle just thinking about it. Uh, Barrett goes for a bull hammer to RVD, but he dodges, and Barrett's arm, like, elbow just crashes into the ring post. Uh, RVD sets Barrett up in the corner and goes for a split leg moonsault, but Barrett gets his knees up and hits RVD with the bull hammer for the win in 9 hours and 32 seconds. Quote, quote the Jerry Lawler, I've got to have a swig of my Diet Mountain Dew after that match. <laughs> Like, so I can die faster. Like, I drink diet soda. I literally have a Diet Coke to me right, next to me right now 
even Gross. I won't drink Mount Diet Mountain Dew. Don't do it. <laughs> like Diet Mountain Dew is the worst. But this match pretty good. I think it was a fun time. Makes Barry I remember good. A story RBD is always good. Yes. I remember a story once that a girl in high school told me that specifically Diet Mountain Dew would kill your uh, Y chromosomes. Or all right, yeah. Was that the whole? Uh, was that the whole bullshit yeah, the, rumor that yellow five yellow would kill the sperm five. count? It yeah, was, yellow five that's would it. lower your sperm count. Yeah, that was the whole thing. It was yellow five. God, yeah. so yeah. silly. Uh, one time when I was in high school, we managed because you know taurine is an is a an ingredient in a lot of energy drinks. Yeah, taurine guarana. Um, yeah, hell yes, yeah, that good shit. Um, we managed to convince a guy that taurine was made out of bull semen. Ooh. You've told me this. That's a good. Th- that's I mean, a good. Listen, that's a good poll. Tr- I think I've tried that on you, Jesse. I mean, let's be real. If anybody's going to take that bait, me, I just, I, I didn't. Uh, Whatever. Uh, but anyway, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, fun match. What do you think, news? I thought it was. Yeah, it was great. The fact that RVD is still running around and doing all of his flips and shit. It's just <laughs> right. I feel <laughs> like I feel like the Rolling Thunder hit is. Almost as bad as the Swanton bomb. Yeah, I can see that. I feel I'm old like that's going to be- kill you. Yeah, it's just there was there was one there were two things or wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. Three things about this match that I loved. <laughs> JBL actually had a great line. Okay. Right at the start of the match. He's like, I don't get why these guys are trying to go by three initials. Seems insane to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I love like, I- I oh, love that a, line. Just, he's got two good ones. This he's got year. two good ones so far. But he also had a moment where J- where Lawler goes, he could have broke his arm. Two seconds later, JBLs, he could have broken his arm. Yeah. Like, well, you motherfucker. Meh. One step forward, two steps back. Yeah. And then there were 15 seconds of dead air from the commentary wow. team. Like, I counted it. It was just dead. And... Like the match was still going on and there was nothing. And that's like when's yeah, the last weird. time that happened? Yeah. I yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Also, King had a great zinger. If I was your wife, I'd put poison in your tea. And if I was your husband, I'd drink it. Yes, <laughs> the uh the old uh Winston Churchill somebody else quote. Yeah. Very good. Oh yeah. Love Ven Marriage, love Ven Ma- I don't even uh-huh. know if it's on there, it just fits, I think. Oh it does. <laughs> Uh, what do you what do you think, Jesse? Yeah, it was good. I always love seeing RVD, and it's kind of weird when he comes back for like a couple months and then leaves again. Yeah, oh, I, I think this RVD. run was a um, was this a year or two? Because it was at least a year. Because it was. I want to say it was about a year. Yeah, because he debuted due. at Money in the Bank twenty. He came back in Money in the Bank twenty thirteen, and he was gotcha. there at least through Money in the Bank twenty fourteen. I can't remember if he was there yeah. for another year or not, but yeah, I don't feel like he was, but yeah. He was, he's always one of my favorites, too. And, you know, bringing up Swanton, him and Jeff. And, of course, you know, because drugs, they can never be the big stars. Yeah. Here comes... Here's, uh, a, here's a good question. When does RVD get nominated for... Or get inducted into the Hall of Fame? After he, he needs officially to be full-on retires, I think. Is he still going? I don't know if he is, but there's always the, like... Would any of us be shocked if RVD showed up the night after WrestleMania for like another six month run? Like, listen, every I, time I the number twenty, every time the number twenty seven comes up at the Rumble, I'm like, all right, one <laughs> of a kind. <laughs> like, it's, I could absolutely see R because he's probably still in phenomenal shape. Like, I could one hundred percent see him coming back. It's like the when the Dudley Voice came back for their one year run. Like he could. 
You know, I, I, I think it would have to be him. I, I, I think they want to curtail inducting guys too young that didn't have their careers cut short like Edge. You know, OK, like, that's fair. Think about how old most people are when they get in the Hall of Fame. And most of those motherfuckers in their 50s, 60s, uh, oh, yeah. apart from like, like, unlike, you know, Triple H who's in DX, he's not getting in solo. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Than, you know, Edge. Um, um, so this is this is proof that we're not paying attention to Impact that much. On February 8th of this year, it was revealed that Van Damme would return to TNA um, at, at the event on April 4th, 2019. He will team with Sabu to face, face the Lucha Bros, Pentagon Jr. and oh, Phoenix. Oh, that's right. Ooh, I totally forgot cool. about that. Holy shit. I totally forgot <laughs> he is teaming with Sabu. Because they're going to be in, I think they're going to be like at the Hammerstein in New York or something like that. They're doing a series of tapings at like the Hammerstein at Ballroom United in New York. Did we stand? The kind of wrestler Pentagon is, is the kind of wrestler I feel like Sabu gets hard-ons for. Yeah. Like, oh, you're me through so many fucking tables, you crazy bastard. Okay, yeah, yeah, United, United We Stand. It's going to be in Jersey. Yep. At the Rashway Recreation mm-hmm. Center. Or Rahway. Sorry, yeah. New Jersey. I, I mispronounced it. Yeah, I know you're upset. I, I totally forgot about that. That's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, but you know, it was um, a fun match for what it was. It's, and and that's like, and that's right before. That's the Friday night before Mania. So that's why they're doing it in New Jersey at that time. Yeah, uh, because they have like to compete the, with um, NXT. Well. Yeah. It's it's starting. No, they're not. It's starting at eleven p.m. Ooh, they're they not. Know what they're doing. Wow, it's, that's the fight a, network. Then that's fights yeah, doing. It's it's on fight. Yeah. Um. Is it the? Yeah. No, it's the Thursday going into. It's eleven p.m. Thursday going to like one a.m. Friday. Uh. And it's oh, okay. um. It's like the because uh, last year they did the uh, Impact Wrestling versus Gucci Underground show at WrestleCon, but they just streamed that on Twitch. Uh. But this so this is gonna have a bit better. I almost went to that show. I kind of wish I had. That was a show that got Del Rio fired again. Uh, for no showing. After he was there Yay! two hours before. So they talk about the upcoming segment. Which is Daniel being told to relinquish the title due to his neck and concussion issues. <laughs> okay, alright. Listen. Jerry points out that it's either hand the title over or Bree gets fired. Happy wife, happy life. It seems too obvious. To which JBL says, is the most incredible deadpan I've ever seen. I agree. Can always get a new wife, and just they just move on. No, as Cole, as yeah, staring at like I, that was pretty funny. Like the just the way yeah. that he threw it out there like it was nothing. Cole no sold it, and Lawler stared at him like 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 it was the most shocking thing he'd ever heard. It was pretty good. I I just love it. It's like Lawler of all people. Listen, also that, um, so like. <laughs> they really delayed Daniel handing over the title. Because they kept hoping that his injuries weren't as bad as they feared. They waited as long as they could. Uh, but he ended up handing it over between this show and Money in the Bank a month later. Because it was just like, we have to. And he would be gone for almost a year. Uh, yeah. So in storyline, it's Daniel saying that there's no shame in walking away and healing. But he refuses to hand the title over to the authority who has always wanted him to lose the championship. Uh, so they come out. Step out first, then Brian and Bree. Uh, they play with the crowd for a minute, and then we get the greatest shutdown in history. 
the crowd starts chanting CM Punk for no real reason because it was when Brian was talking. It wasn't even to drown out Steph. Yeah. And Stephanie says, see, the crowd wants you to walk out and quit just like CM Punk did. It Steph has been the best yep. at the at squashing and, those punk chants. And honestly, that's what killed CM Punk chants. Like CM Punk chants, like st- they stopped being as prevalent and pervasive after that show. They, yeah, like, they were still there, but they weren't as bad as they were between the Rumble. I mean, and they this. were, and they and then they were like all but dead after yep. about a week or two after his Colt Cabana thing. Yep, because I feel like they were really strong for like a week. Because it's like, yeah, the podcast it was thing, fresh blah, on our blah, minds. Blah, blah. But yeah. then, yeah, but then they're like, oh wait, he's not coming back. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yep. it's like, oh shit. The one thing that I didn't like about this whole promo, there were microphone issues like no yeah, other. Well, like there were, sa- it almost sounded like the sound effects that comes with when like a, a nameplate comes up on the screen. Yeah, it's yeah. It sounded like there was sound effect issues because it sounded like constantly the sound effect of a nameplate coming up on the lower third over and over and over again. So uh-huh. I, don't a, I don't know if it was like something that was through coming through the house mics or it was just on the on the video, like on on the broadcast. But yes, there were weird, weird. sounds during that segment. Because uh, I, I wasn't sure if that was just like my network screwing up or not. I wasn't sure if that was for everybody. Nope, that uh, was I had to rewind it. And yeah, check. it was it was bad. Yeah, it happened like ten times during the first couple minutes, and then I guess they got it fixed. Uh, so after Steph verbally smacks down the crowd, Daniel gets Bree to call her a bitch, as you do. You know, Daniel's you know, chivalry. Which, uh, yes, which the crowd missed an opportunity instead of doing the yes chance, just doing bitch, bitch, oh, bitch, man. bitch. <laughs> that would have been. With a that would have been proud. You think they would have thought of that? Bitch, 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 Steph runs to the back defeated, and Brie and Brian celebrate in the ring to end the segment. This storyline ends with Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon at SummerSlam. That I believe Stephanie Wait, McMahon really? wins. Yes, and I believe Stephanie McMahon wins that match uh, through um, interference by a returning heel Nikki Bella. And then at Night of Champions, we get Nikki Bella versus Brie Bella. And if Brie lost, she had to be like Nikki's basically like personal assistant slave for a month. And she lost. Nikki won. So Brie had to do Nikki's bidding for like a month. But the first two weeks of which she was miserable. And then they kind of dropped it after two weeks. And then about three weeks after that, they were just a heel women's tag team again. It was weird. That sounds... It was not good. Honestly, I would like to go. I wouldn't like to. Let's be honest here. <laughs> but yeah. anything that involves the Bellas, I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's just feeding their TV show. I don't remember like, if 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 that storyline leaked into Total Divas at that time. Because I don't think it. Did. I don't think it I did. Think the, because usually, God dang. Yeah, yeah it was. Like you could totally good. tell that well, Cena stuff. It's because we got the, uh, like during that bit, we get the legendary line of Nikki Bella saying to Brie Bella, I wish you died in the womb. 
God. Just it was during that feud. And it's one of the worst delivered lines since, like, okay. like, since Ronda Rousey was in Furious 7. I was about to say, no, is that line worse? Or who was it that did the line about him, uh, Reed Flair? Oh, that's Paige. Yeah, that was... Was Paige, that line? Yeah. No, I well, mean... No. No, no, that line is more tasteless, but Paige delivered it like as an acting performance. Well, Nikki Bella's acting performance of saying "I wish you died in the room" was a bad reading of the line. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this, yeah. That whole like second half of 2014 with the Bella Twins was a fever dream. It they it really felt like they did not know what they were doing. They were just going from one thing to the next. It just had Vince's hands all over it. Uh, I can believe it. Uh oh hey. I forgot that this is when Cena teamed up with the Usos to counteract the White family, which yeah. what a weird what which which made people <laughs> like the Usos less for a while. Yeah, it's yeah, like what a, a weird pairing. Oh yep. yeah, well it's like I said a while back that it's like he teamed up with Crime Time for a while and then it switched to the Usos and then when yep. the Usos came back for this I'm like, "Oh, that again. Cool." Yep. It was like God, the it Usos been... like Yeah. Go ahead. It would have uh, been <laughs> go noobs. But <laughs> it would have been great if Cena came out in the old school like um uh, word life master thugonomics kind of a thing yes, with them because the Usos that are would so have been like hip hop. Yeah, that would have been pretty That's badass. But the Usos crime time too, but no. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah, it would have been great if he just like. <laughs> God damn it, Jesse! You're right. <laughs> oh what? Uh, yeah, I was just. I didn't think it was I, that good, but I, 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 I don't know that 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 moment of realization just got me. Just that's what they want to crime down to. Oh, like oh no, I, I said, it, huh? I said no. I oh, said I thought you said no. oh, like you had realized, like oh no. Yeah, no. I thought I I'm heard busy. it oh as well yeah. at first. I'm like, wait, uh, what? But, but yeah, but yeah, like like the Usos are really over. Like people were really liked them coming out of 2013. They were so excited to see them win the titles uh, right before WrestleMania because they deserved it. And then I, they, I understand why they paired them with Cena because that made them feel like bigger deals. But it just made uh, people like them less. Yeah, because uh, it felt forced. It did not feel natural to put them together. Um, uh, also, at the beginning of this match, I recognize why I don't like this era. Like Why? it wasn't because of JBL. Okay. Although he's definitely a he, he's a yeah. he's a big cause of it. He is. Yeah. It's it's the who's the announcer? What's his name? Justin Roberts. I just his monotone voice and blandness. Huh. It's just I like see, like I like Justin Roberts, but I can see what you're saying. Like, but it's there like, have been yeah, way better ones. Yeah, it's just like he's just so oh. like nonchalantly just like, oh god, I just got the rules for this match. Um, yeah, the winner of this match is like uh, yeah. He's, he's good standing. at introducing wrestlers. He's not great at introducing matches. Yeah, is he the and, guy that uh Brian almost choked to death? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, put, I mean, uh, he put out a book that was pretty good called "Best Seat in the House" that goes into detail about how much of a shithead JBL is. Good. Oh, yeah. But it. yeah, no, I just, it just, that's one of those little things that just, the fluff of a show, it just, yeah. he just doesn't do it for me. And yeah, I think that's like, one of the main things. He's, cause, yeah, cause like, he, he'll, he's really good at like John Cena. He's good at announcing this. But when it's like, the following is a last man standing match, 
But he like does it in a, such a low yeah. baritone tone, and then like, the next match they have fucking Lillian Garcia come out. Yeah, and it's like they oh my god between the two, and yeah, Lillian Garcia is so good. And then you have who we have today like JoJo's really good, and Greg Hamilton or not Greg Ham- Greg Hamilton. Yeah, he's gone SmackDown. He's really good. He's so good. He's the best. He, oh my god, I still uh, I still even though they didn't do it, they didn't adhere to my wishes. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's really good. Um. And then yeah, you have like Lillian Garcia and 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 Tony Chimmel and Fink. Like Justin Roberts isn't bad, but they've had so many great ring announcers for so long, not being consistently fantastic, like at every aspect of it, makes mm-hmm. you look way worse in comparison. Yep. Uh so uh huge let's go Cena. Cena sucks chance as oh, Wyatt yeah. takes over early in the match. Um, Bray does his dance around the ring with John. It's a cool thing. Then turns, uh, which Cena then turns into the five moves of doom, but Bray counters. Uh, John goes for the STF, but Bray counters and hits John with a great Uranagi. Shout out to Jerry Lawler asking, why would you go for an STF? You can't win this match via submission. Mm, yeah. Credit where it's due. Bray breaks out the sister Abigail early in the match, but Cena gets back up at eight to stop the count. And then to answer that, Wyatt, uh, Cena gets wide up, hits him with the AA, but Wyatt does his crab walk at seven. Uh, time for chaos. Rowan runs in the ring and takes out Cena, but he's taken out by the Usos. Then Harper sends an Uso and Rowan to the outside and hits them with a suicide dive. Then the other Uso hits, kicks Harper and then and hits all three men with a crossbody from the top rope to the floor. And then for whatever reason, they just like go to the back for a little while. I, get, I, I couldn't see if they were brawling out there, but they very much went to the back after that whole exchange. Uh, during all of this, Wyatt gets a chair and starts to beat up Cena with it once the carnage on the outside of the ring is calmed down. Wyatt swings at John on the outside, but John dodges. The crowd, the chair crashes into the ring post. Then Cena grabs the chair and beats Wyatt with it, inside and outside of the ring. Outside of the ring, Wyatt sets up a table in the ring and delivers a suplex to Cena through the table. I'll be damned. He set the ring up, or he set the chair, or he set the table up. I'll get it eventually. He set the table up, and he did not go through it, defying all known laws of wrestling. Boo! What is this? <laughs> Uh, Cena gets to his feet to beat the count using the broken table as leverage, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but Wyatt gets the ring steps in the ring, taking out Cena as he gets to his feet. Then, great moment. Like, this is like like four great sequences in a row. Because, like, puts Cena through, great. Cena uses the table to get himself back to his feet, great. Takes out Cena with the steps, great. Stands on top of the steps as the crowd is singing, he's got the whole world in his hands, and conducts the crowd what a great like beautifully organic moment like you can't plan that that's something you can only have in wrestling he does that he sets the stairs down the crowd starts to sing so he thinks i need to stand on these steps and conduct because that's going to be cool and it is like and completely organic like you can't write that oh i love it uh cena takes out wyatt and then wyatt crawls out of the ring to regroup and here's the second spot from this show that we've mentioned a million times. <laughs> Cena watches from the ring, picks up the steel steps, and Houston, we have a problem. Fucking rocket launches those ring steps into Bray Wyatt, disintegrating him like he got Thanos snapped. Just <laughs> killing him. Yep. Oh my god, what a good spot. 
Wrestling's fake. Bah! Yeah, that was another one. Like, I remember somebody on Reddit, like, right after that happened, made a gif of that with a downvote arrow on the steps. Um, <laughs> that Like, that was the other one. Like, it was the the the, the Biggie Spear Twitter went crazy. Like, wrestling Twitter went crazy. And that one, Wrestling Twitter was like, can he do that? Is he allowed to do that? <laughs> that feels like that should be against the actual rules. Because we just watched him kill a man. John Cena uh, can murder whoever he damn well fucking pleases. That's your goddamn right. Send Shelton mm-hmm. out there. I'm, <laughs> All I'm the Booker. Sheltons. I'm Booker. All player. the Sheltons. Go out there, Shelton. Every single Shelton. Can you dig it, Shelton? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just cracked myself up. I'm going to get a t-shirt on it. Uh, <laughs> Adam likes racism. It's fine. Uh, you know, it's important to have hobbies. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have thrown you under that bus. That's a bad bus to throw under. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. Rosa Parks is at the front of it. We're good. Wyatt gets to his feet yeah! on a seven. As Cena pulls a few tables out from under the ring, those will come into play later. Cena gets on the ring apron and runs at Wyatt, but Wyatt catches him as he jumps and he hits Cena with his sister Abigail that we can kind of see because it's happening during a picture-in-picture as they're watching a replay of some bullshit spot that happened right before it. Yep. Uh, and like, and the camera is on the hard camera, so we kind of see like the top of Bray Wyatt's head as he gives John Cena's sister Abigail onto the floor. Anyway, Cena gets up at seven. Uh, Bray... Cena gets up at seven, Bray knocks him down again, and then runs up, jumps off the ring steps, and hits Cena with a senton on the floor. Awesome. They continue to fight around the ring, and Bray goes for a chair shot onto Cena, but Cena dodges and hits Bray with an AA. Uh, <coughs> uh, time for more chaos. Cena gets in the ring to regroup, and the White family runs into the ring to assault Cena and pick Wyatt back up to, to his feet. He falls back down after that, but ignore that for a moment. The Wyatts beat up Cena in the ring and go out to the tables that Cena pulled out from under the ring. But as they do, the Usos run out. One of the Usos takes out Rowan. And as the other goes to dive at Harper... Very simple. Harper, Save yeah, there. Right, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't... Uh, as, we were talking the, about the other fucking day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as the other Uso goes to dive at Harper, Harper just bonks him in the head with the table. Uh, Harper and Rowan set up two tables on the outside of the ring and one table on its side next to the barricade. As they're doing this, the announce table is yelling about how Bray's been taking a nap for like yeah. the last two minutes and the ref has not been paying attention. <laughs> Listen, the uh, commentary team saying the ref isn't doing his job is my own personal hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wyatt's at, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Wyatt's sleeping. Oh God, I forgot. Yep. Uh, yeah. uh, and Uso puts Rowan through the table set up on its side of the barricade. Then Harper gets the other Uso up on the top rope. And they both go crashing through the tables Harper set up on the outside. And as I watched that, I, I had I, I was wondering. I found myself wondering. What? Like, you're Harper in that moment. You know what's about to happen. You're about to lift and Uso up. <laughs> and, and dump you, him and yourself through two tables six seven feet below you and samoans have hard heads like outside of kayfabe as the person as brody lee or whatever his real name is brody lee's not his real name that was his indie name what do you think right before you do that well I, here goes I'd nothing I'd, I'd imagine it's something like this is gonna suck mm-hmm. like to this it's, could it's hurt. The, yeah it's the thing about wrestling where it's like 
the mindset that it takes to willingly do all those things, it's fascinating. That's what one of the things, it's like the mind of a wrestler. That's like, yeah, no, I'm going to throw this Samoan man and myself through two tables. Of course. Let's all die. Let's all die. (laughs) Speaking of the mind of a wrestler, they immediately, after all that carnage hits, they cut to John Cena just looking at all the carnage and just like, I am too old for this shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Cena's like, Cena's like, I need to get a movie career quick. Fuck this. Uh, Did I leave the stove on? (laughs) Time to get back to the match. Cena attempts to get Bray into the AA with Bray counters and then tackles Cena through the barricade into the timekeeper's area. Both men get up and Cena stumbles into the crowd as Bray and Cena walk and brawl into the tech area. Bray throws Cena over a tech area table and Sapiro goes off because why not? Yeah, like part of me thinks... That was an actual fuck up. Part yeah, of me part thinks, of me thinks yes, that he too, threw yes. him over and he bumped a button he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I can see that. Because it just... it's not like that one, was it John Cena, Randy Orton, last man standing match where Randy Orton attempted to literally murder John Cena by putting him on some pyro and then trying to make the pyro go? Uh, Something like that. Like, like, this pyro, like, it didn't factor into the match at all. Like, it did not come back. It was not referenced again. I think that was a legitimate thing, but... I think that's really cool. That makes it feel more real. It makes it feel like he didn't just throw him over this perfectly placed table with nothing near it that was there only for that spot. Uh, I think it made it feel a bit more natural, which I liked. Uh, which might have been their purpose. It might have not been. It might have been planned, and that might have been their purpose. And if that's the case, points to you. Uh, spooky, spooky. Exactly. Cena stands up on... like Cena and Bray are up on one of the road boxes things. Cena gets Bray on his shoulders, and AA, AA's Bray threw one of the like road boxes that you carry equipment in. Then he dumps another one of the boxes on top of the one that Bray's in, trapping Bray, and winning the match in 24-24. What a cool finish. That's yeah. such a good finish. Honestly, it though, really was. I was so hoping... For Wyatt to come out of that shit like a jack-in-the-box, just yeah, <laughs> right through it. I really just, oh man, that would have been it. See, see, like... That's how oh you build man. up a fucking yep. crazy psychopath. Yeah, like like he still could have lost the match, but you imagine him getting out of that first and then losing to something crazier? That would have been awesome. Or like, you, do some, you do some real Undertaker shit where like yeah. he goes in there... L- and then, yeah. like, the lights got out, and the lights come back on, and he's just walking out of the entrance. Yeah. Uh, you, you think you won, John? Oh, yeah, my like, God, that'd be you great. You know what? That's like, probably actually the biggest problem that they've really fucked up with Bray, is that they've tried to pass him off as the next Undertaker, and they never did Undertaker-like shit with him. He's supposed to be supernatural. He It is established, like, on-air canon that he is, like, embodying... And he's from like another planet. He's the eater of worlds and shit. And they don't play that. They don't yeah. let him do spooky teleport. Oh I mean, I'm over I mean, here closest, shit. And they the fucking we should. Got to that, the closest we got to that was the Randy Orton feud and a bunch of people shit on it because they're wrong. I love well, the dumb supernatural th- stuff in that feud. Oh. I uh, the, the end with Randy Orton red eyes kind of kind of threw me listen, off a little bit. But like I love how like listen, that stuff was dumb. But so was the Undertaker stuff. It was like it's I I think but I think you need more of that with Bray Wyatt. Like, what yes, was absolutely. really oh. dumb with the Orton thing was Orton 
suddenly randomly Orton, yes, have one upped him a bunch of times. Yeah. Why the fuck does Randy Orton know like a magic stick from the set of Supernatural is going to yeah. cancel his powers? Is going like, to like absorb Sister Abigail? That's the thing. He's Randy that's Orton, thing that, not Randy Winchester. Ex- right? He's fuck. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, like with a story like that, you can't have somebody playing into it with Bray. Bray like, you have to yes. have a straight man that Bray yes. is doing this stuff on. And they didn't uh, do that because yeah. I don't know. It's fucking Orton. Yeah, but, but you just man. God you that idea. Are you in kayfabe that Randy Orton knows because of the time he spent in the Wyatt family? Yeah, he observed. And, yeah, he watched all the stuff that Bray did and he learned from it. But they didn't do a good enough job showing that, like telling that story. Yes, they did not put it's that true. on screen, and they should have. I'm sorry, noobs. What were you saying? The idea that, like you said, like Jesse, where. The, the lights go out and he goes like, Brat! like kind of like yeah. weird thing that the Wyatts were doing. And then yeah. like, what if his music started playing and like a second incarnation of Bray came out and he's like not selling anything. He's like, all right, round two, mm. motherfucker, let's yeah. go. Like I like, think yeah, because this was be... some fan art stuff, but yeah. it was him with his head shaven. And I think he should do that. Yeah. I think he could. Sh- I think a fucking bald Bray Wyatt would fucking yeah. be terrifying. I think that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, like imagine just keep like, he the goes beard, out, please. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the, no, and no, you no. get the you I, get the hit, yeah. and his music hits, and it is just him and the Wyatt family, like him and Rowan and Harper, just making their entrance again. There's another, like there's another uh, 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 rocking chair, and he does the whole entrance, and John Cena is just flabbergasted, and he gets in the ring, and gets ready, and the bell rings again, and he gets the mic. He's just like, "You and me are destined to do this forever, John." God. Something. Something. Vince, hire me. Hire us all. Hire yeah. us all. Hire me. Uh time for the <laughs> right, what'd you what'd you think of the match, uh, noobs? I I enjoyed it. It God, it just it was we've argued about this before. It was such a weird way to just kill Wyatt's character. Yeah, to end that feud and yeah. His mo- also, another like big issue that they should have fucking done. They had no idea what they had. Was I think they were gone? They were all gone for like maybe three months or something. And when it came back, the return it was just a fucking roar. People yep. wanted him back, and he's like, "That's the sound I miss. Y'all miss me, you know." And it was huge. And then you know he did the yeah, but I'm still a heel. Suck yep. it. This town sucks. Yeah. And it it was like oh same as usual. Cool. Never mind. Yep. Yep. Ah, but uh yeah, what'd you think about the match overall, Jesse? That's really I mean, that's really right, it. That's also like, plus like just the thing at the end. Like like I'm 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 I, these matches with Cena, I'm not mad that Cena won as much as how they ended. It still made Bray look like a punk ass. See, I'd feel like this is the one that didn't. Because like but- True, he got, but he got, in like, comparison to the others, that's yeah, why. Yeah. But by itself, like if you like, really in, wanted in to vacuum. keep Bray's momentum, yeah. he should have gotten out of that burial thing and then like get electrocuted. I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. Um I, I, I like I, I feel like this should have been like you should this whole feud should be moved up a month. You have yeah. Cena win at Elimination Chamber. You have Bray win at WrestleMania, and then you have Cena win this match at Extreme Rules. And if you do yes. that, and everything's better. Uh, you can still have Cena win the feud, because that's what happens. You know, the babyface wins the feud. It's fine. 
You still haven't beat Bray in this way, which is a cool way to be beaten. And, and like, as a wrestler getting beaten, you can't ask for a better last man standing defeat to that than that. Because it's like, yeah. it's no. not that you couldn't yeah. get up. It's that you were, like, because like, one time Del Rio beat Big Show in a last man standing match by like, duct taping his feet to the ropes. And I think Edge beat Cena one time by like handcuffing him to the ropes, and like that. I think that's a really cool way to win a last man standing match because it's not that you couldn't. It's not that like you physically you were so beaten down you couldn't get up. It's that like there was something preventing you from getting there, but you would have if you could have. And I think that's a really good way to finish a match like that while making both guys look good. But you you don't need to do that as an end of this feud where Wyatt's kind of looked like a chump up until now. Yeah, like you move mm-hmm. this whole feud up a month. And it all works out. But apart from the more meta aspects, bell to bell, boy, those two guys have really a chemistry. Those two they guys do. work so, like it's one of the more underrated pairings of the past five years. They work so well together. It's insane how great I, they are. I sent you guys the picture of bald Bray Wyatt. It's amazing. Oh dear God. I'm scared. Oh no, that's actually pretty cool. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, although, shit. although, right, I'm sorry. it's fucking gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. It's also, it's also Braun Strowman. Yeah. No. Or Kratos. It's, oh. Yes. The or <laughs> so Triple H. <laughs> it's the so cheekbones. The, they're they're his the, cheekbones. What are the odds we get a like a Triple H Kratos entrance at WrestleMania this year? I'd be down for that. I'd be okay with that. That'd be cool. Calls Batista boy the whole match. <laughs> You're not ready yet, boy. We're the same did. age, you fucking asshole. That's why Listen. I hate you so much. You've Listen. called me boy for 20 years. We're fucking the same age. Listen, he already <laughs> spent a whole WrestleMania match calling somebody boy back at 19, so it's just really I coming know. off full circle. There's also that. <laughs> somewhere, some, somewhere Booker T seethes. Yes. Shucky ducky, fuck you. Uh, time for the cool down. <laughs> We're coming for you, Triple H. Yeah, divas come for you, Kratos. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, I pictured Big E when you did that. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, divas title match between Alicia Fox and Paige. This is when Alicia Fox's gimmick became, I don't know, crazy or something. Go out there and do stuff. Uh, Boy, howdy. What? God, what is she drunk? Full circle. Hello. Not a whole lot of note here. Sorry. At one point, Alicia has Paige in a submission, and Alicia's shoulders are obviously down, and JBL has a conniption fit about it, which I get. Uh-huh. <laughs> Paige gets a submission win in 637. People get back into their seats after moving pop after getting popcorn, and we are moving on to the main event. Yeah. Evolution versus the Shield. Three on three, no holds barred, elimination match. There he is. In all of his wondrous glory, Blue Tista. Blue Tista. What really makes it is that Orton and Triple H come out first in their all black trunks, and then out comes Batista looking like fucking Violet Beauregard. God. So good. It's Batista Blue. Like he he's the last one out, and it's so bright, and then out next coming through the crowd in the shield. Also wearing all black. All black. Oh, it's so good. Okay, so real quick, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. If not Blue Tista, Batista's going to wear the weirdest fucking gear for this. Oh, he's got to wear the Blue Tista gear at Mania. Yeah, or or like, I don't know, multicolored pinstripes or polka dots or something. Because he's that crazy. 
He's that fucking. No, they're is. gonna give him something that's gonna make you remind him of Drax. Like, <laughs> oh make, yeah. Like give they're gonna give trunks. him. So- I'll take Green Tista. Did you see that suit he was in the night he left? Fucking. Uh, give him those Ravager red pants. Yeah. That's all he needs. Although it's something I've noticed. Um, in the picture for the match, where it's like Batista he has no and Triple H, he doesn't have any nipples. True, but he's what? not like. Yeah, look at it. He doesn't have nipples. But also, in that picture, he's wearing, like, they in that picture they photoshopped, they have him in, like, Goldberg-style MMA trunks and not regular wrestling trunks. Like, the ones that Goldberg wore during his uh, WWE run that, like, were the, like, the kind of, like, uh, compression shorts almost where they're not real trunks. They go down, like, halfway down your thigh. Uh, that's what they have him in for whatever reason. And he's never worn anything like that. And I don't know if that's what he's going to be wearing or if that's just what they had. It stood out to me. Then I noticed, then when I got done looking at his crotch, I was like, oh, hey, no nipples. Yeah, because they're too (laughs) sensitive. They removed them. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. His nipples are very good at at standing so still, they turn invisible. God Uh, damn it. Give me what I want, Hunter. Give me back my nipples. Give me back my nipples, Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, right. I need them. They're my nipples. The bell rings and let's go. Both teams collide and we are underway. Uh, things just off quickly as Blutista and Reigns brawl in the entrance and Triple H and Rollins brawl in the crowd and Orton and uh, Ambrose brawl next to the ring. Okay, it's time for the tag match to begin. The, the chaos dies down. Both teams are in their corners. Rollins and Blutista are facing off in the ring. They work a solid standard tag match for a while. And when Triple H and Roman tag in, there is a huge pop, which is so weird to think how different things will be two years later when they would meet in a very muted and forgettable WrestleMania main event. God. At this time, the idea of Triple H versus Roman was so good. And then in just two years, they completely squandered it. Anyone but you, Roman. Mm -hmm. Oh man, Rollins tags in and does the three amigos suplexes to Triple H and gets a what? huge Eddie chant from the crowd. It's very sweet. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, we missed it. Uh, JBL said, "quote I think Triple H is the leader of Evolution." Yep. And then they were arguing. You don't know if he's the leader. I guess like saying Roman's the leader of the Shield. He's like, "Well, Triple H is the boss. He signs their checks." Boy. Triple H. Right. Boy. Triple H is such a flare, Mark. Ambrose reverses an Irish whip and sends Triple H into the corner, and he does a flare bump for the ages over the rope and onto the floor. It's great. Did you notice that, Dad? Did you notice me take a bump? It was super cool, right? Uh, Ambrose does the Nigel clothesline. Shout out to secret listener Renee Young, and it's hot tag time as (laughs) Roman and Bautista get in the match. Roman running wild and taking everyone out. And it's chaos time. Triple H and Rollins brawl out in the crowd, and we go back into the tech area. There's a conspicuous, very fake TV that Triple H picks up and hits Rollins with as Rollins attempts to dive at Triple H. And for four solid minutes, the announce table is trying to deduce the mystery of what Triple H hit Rollins with. It was a TV. (laughs) You could see it in the shot very clearly 30 seconds before he hit him with it. It was a fake TV. Michael Cole. Five years later. It was a fake TV. You can sleep now. You can sleep at night now. Uh, Roman clears the Spanish announce table, but Orton and Triple H take him out, uh, rallying with uh, Blutista and triple-powering Roman through the Spanish announce table. Evolution glowed on the outside, uh, but they're taken out by Ambrose, who comes out of nowhere. 
Then as they go to the side of the ring to regroup, Rollins comes out of nowhere and takes Orton and Triple H out with a flipping suicide dive. Great, great spot. Uh, Evolution take Rollins and Ambrose to the entrance. And, oh yeah, that's the Rollins jumps off something tall spot in this match. We'll get to uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, that just like... Yeah, we'll, they we'll don't get to even that in a minute. Sh- oh, yeah, like boy. I, because I, I, that's the one, because the one in the last match I thought was in this match. And I was like, wait a minute, he has a crazy jumping off something spot in this match, doesn't he? Just oh, yeah, you. I do. Uh, Evolution tee off on Ambrose and Rollins with chairs, delivering a sidewalk slam to Ambrose through a chair. Then Triple H hits Rollins with a pedigree onto a chair. Roman crawls back into the ring, and Evolution surround Roman in the way the Shield used to do to their prey. Batista hits Roman with a spine buster, and Orton stomps him. Triple H and Orton remove Roman's shirt and vest to expose his chest and back, while Batista gets the ring steps, and Orton gets kendo sticks. They set up Roman on the ring steps, and Batista and Orton and Triple H tee off on him with kendo sticks. Randy goes out to get a chair, but a Superman punch interrupts the passion of the Roman, taking out Orton. Roman manages to roll out of the ring and Evolution follow him. Hit, follow, hitting him with the chair as he slowly walks towards the entrance. Uh, honestly, no jokes. This scene has been way too similar in, to some of the parts of Passion of the Christ. It's like like this whole section is weird. Hey, Ambrose is alive, uh, but he's quickly wrestled down by Evolution. A really good spot as Orton gives him his draping DDT off of the LED board on the floor next to the entrance. I thought that was really cool and inventive. Uh, hey guys, look up. Seth Rollins is on top of the lower LED board underneath the Titantron, and he delivers a crossbody off of uh, the the LED board to the crowd of Evolution and Roman Reigns. There's your Seth Rollins jumps off something tall spot for this episode. Uh, I would have loved to have seen so the reverse shot happened, of him going up the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, just when that happened, I realized in my head, it's like, is he why Shane came back? Like, <laughs> was Shane just like, whoa? This guy keeps jumping off shit. I just I gotta go back and defend my turf. Somewhere <laughs> like, at home, like Shane, like spits out his crevassier. Just well, I never. <laughs> what is that fool doing? That's not nearly high enough, and everyone right? thinks it's cool. What? Like, you're popping for that? That's nothing. Uh, all six men slowly crawled toward the ring, with Rollins getting to his feet and getting into the ring first, followed by Blutista. Rollins takes out Blutista with a kick. Blutista spears Rollins oh. out of midair. Yes. Oh, random thing. Fucking Batista's uh, shorts, like the logo on his back, it fucking looks like the Lincoln Park logo. Oh. Yeah, no, that's happened a couple times. It's it's like his logo. It's very similar. It's like but it's, it's just missing that little dip of the P. And yeah, it's like I kind of looks like, cause Isn't times. it like built around his belly button tattoo design? Like, that's what's on his title. No, this one's more no, the it's, triangles. It's the, le- it's the oh, lettering. Oh, that's right. It's the triangle. That's right. Yeah. I can't remember what it's for, though. Like, why it's... So weird. Yeah. That, it kept reminding me of that every time I saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. I've thought about that several times. Huh. Yeah. I just, it's wild. Uh, uh, Blutista gets Rollins in position for a Blutista bomb. But Rollins gets out of it, and Roman spears him. Rollins gets the pin and the elimination in 2732. The crowd sings Bautista to the back. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye. And this will be his last time uh, performing in a WWE ring until WrestleMania 35 in about two and a half weeks. Man. Um, Orton gets in the ring and hits Rollins with an RKO, but Roman breaks up the pin. Ambrose hits Orton on the back with a chair, and then Ambrose hits a dirty deeds onto Orton onto a steel chair, eliminating him in 2837. 
Triple H hits Ambrose with a low blow. Then Roman hits Triple H with a Superman punch. But Blutista comes out of nowhere and hits Roman with a spear. Orton with the assist, sliding a he- sledgehammer to the range of Triple H. Triple H gets to his feet. Sledgehammer in hands. Takes out Ambrose with it. Triple H and Roman stare each other down across the ring. But before he can do anything, Rollins hits Triple H with his top rope knee strike. Roman follows it up with a spear. And Triple H is eliminated. The shield. Clean sweep evolution <clears throat> in 30 minutes and 56 seconds has anyone ever been put over better than in these two matches fuck yeah fuck like, yeah like this yeah, is the best no. anyone's ever been put over is this in extreme rules it's ridiculous like i remember watching this i was like they're not gonna queen sweep. they're not gonna love queen sweep like they're gonna like right. uh, they're gonna eliminate rollins they're gonna get rollins uh, but like, no, they just, it was really just like, no, we're going to make the shield like the most dominant people in the WWE for one last night. Yep. Cause you know, the next night on raw, we ha- we got the no heard around the world as Roman or as, as Ooh, Seth. What you say? Yeah. It's always a plan B. Uh, what did you think about this match, Jesse? It's so good. Um, yeah, the clean sweep was, I thought they would get Ambrose, but like, fuck, man, they, so good. It's, oh, put them over as fuck. Last, and, and I really like that the eliminations took that long, and then, yes. then they were like within five minutes, like, that was boom, fucking boom. great. It was, let me see, the first one was at 27.32, and the match only went 30 minutes, 31 minutes long. Yeah, it went quick. Yeah, it's two and a half minutes, pretty much, between the first elimination and the end of the match. I think perfect. Really well done. Yep. Uh, so, noobs. We yes. have been talking up these two uh, matches to you for a very long time. You have now yeah. seen them both. Did they deliver? They Yes, they did. Like, the oh. fact that evolution played the role so perfectly in this where it actually were the the old guard that sold to the new mm-hmm. and just yep. everything about this match like just the balance between the two like bouncing back and forth between okay evolution has the upper hand oh nope she'll do oh nope evolution oh evolution made a mistake boom shield win like kind of a shit it's just yes. oh yeah it perfectly balanced oh god i wish this was how the wyatt match with the shield went yeah a little more I mean, but it's it's, it's really, really tough to do that with two brand new that's factions. the thing like you the wyatt match with the shield would be tough because uh you it, you you have to put them both over equally whereas with a match like this you can be so one-sided for the shield because evolution's uh-huh. not gonna lose anything from getting clean swept but they should have then done something like this for the Wyatt family. Because like the yeah. Wyatt family only ever really got the big three-man win over the Shield. They should have had a program with someone with another big faction uh, that, they could put o- that they could be put over really well in. Uh, I feel like that is one of the things they were missing. They really needed that. That we just never quite got. Because it was always yeah. Bray and big singles feuds with Rowan and Harper just kind of there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this God, this match is so good. It's so good. It is everything you could want. I, I do not know if there's any single thing in this match they could have done better. 
They achieved every single goal they wanted. Every person looked good. Everyone played their role. Every story beat got hit. Everything got pushed forward. They wanted to get pushed forward. Perfect. Just perfect. Yeah. Everything was for the best. Uh, The show overall was like, you know, like a lot of the shows we watched lately, it's very top heavy. Um, you get most of it in the second half, but like the tag match, the, uh, the, the icy title match, US title match, they're they're not ones that you linger on. They're matches you kind of forget happen, but they're really entertaining to go back and watch, uh, which has kind of been, I think the, the story of this era of some forgettable stuff, but some really entertaining lower card stuff that we've kind of forgotten out, forgotten about with a, with a main event that is well-remembered. Uh, what do you think about the show overall noobs? I... This was definitely a lot better than the last one. Yeah. It definitely had better wrestling. Like there was only like really there was only really like two duds and it was the Kofi yeah. match and the and Divas match. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty much it of just yeah. like and no knocks to Kofi or uh Dallas. It was just like yeah, it was it wasn't a match. Yeah, it wasn't a match. Yeah. Kind of same with the Daniel Bryan stuff. It's like, "Oh, I recognize why they're doing it." But yeah, God dang, it was, it was a weird. weird, it was a weird segment to have on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jesse? About the same, really. Daniel Bryan thing hurts and it's really awkward. Um, yeah. Just where Kofi is right now and watching right? that is an amazing feeling. Uh, it's like, what is this? Kofi, man. you will be this forever. No, you won't. Holy shit. No, um, you won't. Also... Also, it's an indirect Kane that happened because of Daniel Bryan. So see, uh, because of Daniel Bryan, guys with the moniker of Big Red have been attacking Kofi for well over 10 years. <laughs> um, but, or five. But yeah, that's a stretch. But yeah. Boy. <laughs> um, it was good. The, it's always going to be worth it for the last match. And yeah. I've, I've warmed up more to the Bracina matches throughout the three that we've watched. Yeah. Um, Mostly because it's five years, and why still be upset about it? So. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's very self-aware and mature of you. I'm impressed. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you know, you gotta get there eventually. Uh, but yeah, it was a it was <laughs> God, a fun show. Impressed? Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I almost went full Rollins there for a second. Um, Ooh, what you say? No. Uh, God, I went. I I watched uh this past week the uh the League of Legends thing that WWE did. Yeah, uh, that's good. The best part of that was their was their like face to face at full sale because Rollins yeah. got to be heel Rollins again, and he broke out the cackle, and I was just like, "Oh yay!" Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I missed that. Oh, where's bring my J and J P.S. I hate Dakota it. Kai so freaking much. God, she took him to the woodshed during that. So yeah. like. Rollins like Cesaro was playing so much League of Legends to prepare for that, and Rollins got and Cesaro's Rollins great, and Rollins got the phone call that day where he was like, "I got to do what? What? What have to fight to Los Angeles? Oh no! What am I supposed to do here, guys? Where you're playing Timo and his I like he kind of goes out and he's kind of the sacrificial lamb. Like he dies more often than everyone else. Got it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So his line on that when they were asking yeah. him about it is what killed me the most during that. Is like I die. I die on purpose to die for my people. It's my thing. And I was just like, ah, ah. Yeah, I'm dying and for my God. Cesaro. Yep. Cesaro at the end, though. It's like, I mean, you know, I practiced more than everybody else, and I'm mm. better, and they failed me. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's 
just that that Swiss neutral bullshit yep. compliment stuff. It's yes, like, I mean, everyone else good. sucked, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so I just, uh, I just needed a team of me, and that didn't happen. Right? Yeah. If it had just been five Cesaros, then yeah, we would have. The whole thing would have. The whole outcome would have swung in another direction. Uh, so, yeah. uh, uh, say it in five <laughs> languages. Uh, so yeah, it was a so fun good. show, fun arc, like really weird to go back and watch all this stuff that I like was so early on with me watching that I remember so fondly. And a lot yeah. of it is, is well worth remembering and, and plenty of it isn't. Did we uh, watch the shield stuff together? I can't remember. No, no, we didn't meet until 2014, November, 2014. Yeah. So it's like uh, right after this. Yeah, because it was right before uh, NXT TakeOver Our Evolution, where Owens and Balor debuted. Uh, it was about a week before that. Uh, That's maybe. right. Um, fun times overall. Uh, so, what are we doing next, Adam? That's a good question. Before we get All to right. that, uh, a bit of housekeeping. Uh, we're going to take a short break. A good housekeeping? Sorry, I'm done. <clears throat> China's need, about need... to win the title. Yep. Uh, <laughs> nice and clean housekeeping. Money. Yes. Um, yeah, give me my duffel bag of money. Uh, uh, we're going to take a short break. Um, noobs has a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, we're all busy. It's WrestleMania time. You know how it is. Uh, so it might just be an extra week. Might be an extra two before our next. Uh, before we next grace your ears. Uh, but, you know, just a short little break there. Uh, just a heads up. You know, like it's, you know, even every two weeks. This is still a lot of time investment. So... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll be back then, but now it's time for our next, uh, uh, arc. But before that, you just did a but before that twice now for that. <laughs> but before that, oh boy, again, I got bone to pick with you, Jesse. Oh shit. Let me get the popcorn here. All right. I have had it up to here with your arrogance. You think, you think you got this all figured out? You think you're smarter than me? You think you're the the John Lennon to my Ringo? You think <gasps> you think you think you think You think you know me. On this day, I see clearly... Hey Jesse, why don't Fucking you tell me about Miles Edges 2006? Oh, <gasps> so I started watching in 2006 halfway through edge's champion and apparently that was a big deal because you know it was john cena forever before that and so i was in the half point where edge was getting fucking skyrocketed and um i was like you know what that would be a really good thing to start the beginning of the beginning of edge of of, of edge as we know it of what like his hall of fame singles status would be which would be at the beginning of this of 2006 with new year's revolution where John Cena is in a fucking uh, uh, elimination, elimination chamber, chamber match, and then Edge, yeah, and then Edge is the first guy to cash in the Money in the Bank, and it's rated R from there on. So we are doing New Year's Revolution 2006, and then the Royal Rumble 2006, uh. skipping because it's back to Cena has to have the title at Mania shit. Uh, we go to Backlash. Like Edge then Foley one, is really good, but we're right. focusing on the title with Edge. Yeah, Edge, yeah, Edge's title chase for this whole year is kind of madness, hot potato shit. 
Because after Backlash, where he tries to get it back in a triple also, threat with him and Triple H, which I can only imagine is nuts. Also, we're gonna Backlash, do, uh, Backlash 06, which is Shane and Vince versus HBK and God. Yeah, HBK and God. We do get to see that. We do get to watch Yeah, we get... So we get the reformation of uh, Degeneration X along this ride, by the way. So this is Spirit Squad be... ref- like run, right? Yeah, this is Spirit. Yep, this is Spirit oh. Squad shit. <laughs> Speaking um, of Nikki! Triple H uh, squashing for or um, yep. uh, bowing down or laying down for a this new is... team, guys, we get to see the birth of Umaga, and that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was something they didn't know what they really had, and then they kind of fucked him over, and then he died, and it's n- not cool. Um, so we got they, so we got backlash. Sure we got New Year's Revolu- Revolution, yeah. Royal Rumble, and then one night stand. Oh six, two thousand six, baby. Thank you, Edge. Thank you, Edge. If Cena wins, we riot. And then, yep. And then Vengeance, which is um, I think just RVD and uh, that's it's, Edge. I think that's RVD. Is that RVD dropping the title because of the pot thing? No, that's or, on an R- episode of Raw. That's right. Triple RVD threat. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Um, and I would suggest, like, maybe you guys watch that match, just that match on that yeah, Raw, I'll and we'll talk about that. it Yeah. for the first pay-per-view I ever saw in wrestling, SummerSlam 2006. And this is like, I started watching wrestling a month before this, convinced my parents to buy it for me, and this is the fucking I Quit match where um, Mick Foley and Ric Flair are fighting over Molina for some reason. They're bleeding yeah. gallons, and it's brutal as shit. And then, mm. and then we have something I didn't understand the gravity before because I just got into wrestling. Edge cuts this great promo. It's like, Cena, don't understand. And it's my time now. You know, he does the whole my time is now thing. Your time is up. Uh, and we're going to prove it because I'm going, you get one last shot at me in my hometown Toronto in a match I never lost. DLC. Unforgiven 06. And it's going to be great. Yes. So yeah, I look forward to all comes this. back during this, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. I look forward to all this because literally it, it, this is about the time I decided to say peace to wrestling. Yeah, yeah that's what know, I was... Eddie and, Without yeah. giving a lot away, that's why I was at, been asking. It's like, when did you stop watching wrestling? And I was curious. Yeah, you know, got through. It was this about this time. Like yep. the last thing I, I remember from Edge was the live sex celebration and the whole Matt Hardy like ROH thing. Yeah, he's going back to ROH. Yeah. So, yeah, he sends. Yeah, he gets rid of Matt Hardy. I think the November before this, and then yeah, he goes after the IC title on Ric Flair. Yeah. Um. But then, that's a great. It's a great one-two punch, really, because like he wrestles Flair for the IC title at New Year's Revolution, and yes. then he cashes in the Money in the Bank later. It's so good. Gosh. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So this is uh, this is the the first arc not from me. This is Jesse's arc. I'm very excited for it because I Edge like, Saga. I know all this stuff, but I haven't watched all this stuff. Uh, yeah. This is. Uh, it's it's kind of like the TNA thing where it's like I had an idea, but I, yeah. I haven't like sat down and really watched all this stuff myself. And half the first half of this is mostly new for me, and the second half is like pure nostalgia because it's yeah. like literally the last two pay per views is the first like three months of me yeah. starting wrestling. And like the second um, half for this was like the beginning of the Daniel Bryan arc for me because it was like when I was in like when I was like kind of yeah. early into it and like the stuff that I remember very fondly. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's where we'll be in uh, three or four weeks, give or take, uh, yeah. when we make our way back to you. Uh, it was it's so long, Daniel. So long, the Shield. So long, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> They'll be back. <laughs> They'll be back. It's Go okay. Back it's okay. AEW. It's okay, Boo Boo. It it's okay. Formed. Uh, thank you, Noobs. Thank you, Jesse. We'll be back sometime soon. Goodbye. You think you know me? Listen to this all fucking day. On this day, I see clear.